Hey girl, I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Thank you so much for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, and I'm the host of this podcast. And it's going to be a great episode today. It's going to be a refreshing one, one that I've experienced over the past couple weeks personally. And it's all about what to do when you feel like you haven't been spending enough time with Jesus. This podcast episode is really near and dear to my heart. Like I said, it's something I've personally gone through over the past few months. But before we dive into the episode content, I just want to share a little life recap. Life's been pretty dang busy with traveling, work, and wedding planning. As you probably can tell, I haven't posted a podcast in the last couple of months. But I just say life right now is a season of transitions. And I really want to start working more on prepping many podcasts ahead of time just so that it's consistent for all of you. Of course, I love when I have inspiration to do a one-off podcast episode here and there, but I really want to be more consistent, and I do say that a lot on this podcast episode, but I'm giving myself a little bit of grace with life transitions, and I'm hoping to be able to prioritize more recordings in the future, as I want to share this encouragement and just uplifting words with you, hopefully each and every week, because That's something that I love to see in podcast episodes, when the host is able to show up, share content, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes long, and I want to start showing up more for all of you listeners out there. So please expect a few more consistent episodes. Of course, nothing is perfect, so it may not be every week, but I'm hoping to post more and more regularly, especially as I enter into a new season that's less about transition and more into settling into a new routine. I'm getting married in December, so I'm very excited about that. And perhaps after the wedding, I could do some episodes all about wedding planning and marriage and whatnot. So that'll be fun to look forward to. But to dive a little deeper more into the intro, I would say my God's got you moment, honestly, over the past several weeks and months is just quality time with loved ones and wedding planning. I've done quite a bit of traveling, a lot of family time, a lot of fun activities. I've hung out with Aaron a lot, getting everything lined up with wedding planning and moving and all of that. And it's just been such a sweet season. As I said, engagement season is definitely a time of transition. And at my work, I feel like I'm in a time of transition. But I'm just embracing it, just feeling so grateful for everything God is doing. And that's just my God's got you moment of the week because... There are times in our life where maybe we feel like we're kind of going through the motions over and over again. And then we'll have times in our life where everything is changing. We may have times in our life where we're feeling really joyous and really grateful. And there may be seasons where we're anxious, we're really stressed out, we're really worried. But throughout all of those seasons, even though there's different changes constantly, God is unchanging. He is the rock. He is a stability of love and kindness. And what I really learned a lot through all of this is he's just a constant companion and no matter what's going on in life he's true he's sticking to the truth and you could just depend on him and so that's a long way of saying my god's got you moments of the month is quality time with loved ones wedding planning and just feeling like god's got me so as cheesy as that sounds for the sake of this podcast that's that's my god's got you moment and please share your God's Got You moments with, with me on my Instagram, girl.godsgotyou on Instagram, or send it to me over email, girlgodsgotyou at gmail.com. I would love to hear your Girl God's Got You moments. And if you want to share them, on, want me to share them on the podcast, please let me know and I will share them in coming weeks. 
All right, so let's dive into the journal prompt of the week. This week's journal prompt is, what is one way you can creatively spend time with God this week? Now, I want to start actually answering the journal prompt in the week that I share the journal prompt. In past episodes, in week one, I would ask a journal prompt question, and then week two, I would answer it myself from the previous episode's journal prompt. But instead of doing that, when I share a journal prompt to challenge you guys to write it down, in the actual episode I share it, I will give the answer to that journal prompt. So for me, a couple ways that I want to creatively pursue God, and this is the main bulk of the podcast episode, but personally, a way I want to pursue God and be creative with Him is to spend more quality time with Him and be intentional in each segment of my quality time. We'll dive into that more, but this podcast episode was actually inspired by a sermon from Gateway Church from Pastor Preston. And he was talking a lot about pursuing God in a creative way. And that's the answer to the podcast episode title, which is a question. What to do when you feel like you haven't been spending enough time with Jesus? The answer of what I think you could do is to start treating your relationship with God as a creative pursuit. Now, I'll be linking the link to the sermon in the show notes. It has the video there as well as the sermon notes. And I encourage you to look at the sermon notes because... It's always such a great outline. It has amazing one-liners to contemplate on. So even if you maybe don't have time to watch or listen to the sermon, you can still check out their notes. So to go back to the answer to the journal prompt question, one way that I want to creatively pursue God this week is by having specific intentional segments in my Bible study. Now before we dive into that, I want to talk about the song of the week. And for me, the song of the week is Goodness of God by Bethel Music. And this definitely does tie with what I'll be sharing in a little bit about one of the creative ways you could pursue God is worshiping him in the morning, whether it's listening to a worship song or actually singing along to the words of the worship song. So if any of you are interested in doing that chunk of a quiet time segment with God, singing to him and worshiping, this song is amazing. I'll just read my favorite lyrics and then we'll move on. And all my life you have been faithful and all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Because your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now, I give you everything. Because your goodness is running after, it's running after me. And the meaning of this song to me is that God's goodness is always running after us, no matter what, regardless of what we do. And this love and pursuit is what fills our hearts, and that makes us want to give God everything. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. This song really shows that whether we're feeling close to God or not, whether we feel like we're spending enough time with him or not, whether we feel like our faith is just overflowing or if it's, you know, more in the mundane everyday tasks, regardless of how we feel, God is unchanging. And one of the unchanging characteristics of God is that he always wants to pursue us and is always running after us. And this song is just such a beautiful one to sing to God because it says, With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. 
What an amazing song to sing to God each morning. I give you everything today. But there are, of course, times where maybe we don't feel like that. Maybe we don't want to give God everything. Maybe we feel stressed out and maybe there's so much noise in life that we're not focusing on God. Either way, he is running after us. And I think the simple fact that he is running after us is always what brings us back to him. Because I'm sure you felt this before, but you go through life and you have a season of feeling really close to God. You're spending a lot of time with him. And then sometimes you fall off the bandwagon. And of course, you love God. You want to be with him. You want to honor him. But maybe you don't spend as much time with him. Or maybe he's not at the forefront of your brain. And then you feel bad. But then you realize that he's still running after you. Something shifts in your life and then you come back to him. I think it's that constant pursuit that brings us back to God. And it's just amazing that he keeps running after us even when sometimes we don't put him first. What an amazing God we have. And I love this song just to say, God, I surrender now. I give you everything because it's just such a refreshing thing to do over and over again in your life because God always wants to pursue us and he wants us to always pursue him. Now, speaking a little about that Bible verse I just talked about, when we contemplate God's glory, we're being transformed into him, his image. And spending time with God is definitely a way that we show love to God. We love him, we admire him, we want to be like him. And I really think that the more time we spend with him, the more we learn about God, the more we learn about his truth in his word, and then we could be more and more like him. Of course, we can never be God or be perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But Jesus is the perfect example of a human being. And if we want to be the best version of ourselves for our creator, for our family, for our friends, in our purpose, in our work, we should try to copy what Jesus does. Not perfectly, but we should try to our best of our ability to do what Jesus would do, say what he would say, and think what he would think. So doesn't it make sense that if we spend more time with him, we'll know how to do that better? I want you to think of this kind of like you're thinking about a job, okay? Let's say at your job, you really admire your boss and you want to be just like her. You want to have the job that she has. You want to have the life that she has. She is a great role model to you, has really great ideals. Let's just say your boss, you wanna be just like her, okay? You're going to try to copy and mimic and do similar things that she does, so you could pretty much copy her characteristics and take that into your own life. Now, when you start your job and you start training, you're not gonna be that good. You're not really gonna know what's going on. You're not gonna get the cues from your boss, but over time and over time, you're gonna start being better in that role. You'll understand things more, and you'll probably, if you do a good job and if everything goes to plan, you'll probably work up in the ranks in this job and hopefully be a lot like your boss, okay? I know it's a really simple example, but I think a lot of it is the same with Jesus. When we're starting our journey or when we're going through a new season or when we're faced with new responsibilities, It's going to be hard for us to know how much time to spend with God, know exactly what actions we should take, what decisions we should make. Every new season is kind of like a new way to figure out, okay, how does Jesus want me to live in this season? How could I be like Jesus in this new season? And so don't be super hard on yourself where maybe you have a time where you're not spending as much time with God. You're not putting him as a priority. Don't be hard on yourself with the idea of condemnation. But instead, recognize that you were created to spend time with God. You were created to fill that gap in your heart each day. And so when over time you're not making him a priority and you're not spending time with him, of course you're not going to feel amazing, okay? Like, of course, life's still going to be great, but you're not going to feel the best version that you can be because there's a gap in your day. And so instead of treating it 
with a sense of condemnation and making yourself feel bad, be honest with yourself and say, okay, Isabel, you know, maybe you're feeling a little more stressed out. Maybe you're feeling a little more anxious. Maybe you don't have as much motivation at your job, whatever. Say, okay, the root cause is probably because I'm not doing what I was created to do. I'm not giving God enough of a priority. And then you are honest with yourself. You figure out the ways in your day you could shift to make more time for God. And then you just start showing up. You stop casting that sense of condemnation on yourself. You ask God for forgiveness. You show up for him. And then your life is going to feel a little more put together because you're doing what you were created to do. And yes, hard times will still come. And of course, no day is perfect. But for me personally, every time I make God more of a priority, I just have more of a sense of peace. I feel more patient. I feel more motivated. I have less intrusive thoughts. And especially if you do struggle with anxiety, what I've kind of learned is that there's so many thoughts and noise that's going on in your head each and every day. And when we don't have the word of God that we're depending on and we're not prioritizing him, I really think that those thoughts seep in more and more and your shield is less strong. So you're going to listen to more anxious thoughts, more intrusive thoughts. You may overthink more. At least for me, the less time I spend with God, the more time I spend worrying about things. And when you do depend on God and you depend on that foundation, it's as though a shield of armor starts building over you and you're able to deflect the lies. You're able to push out the intrusive thoughts. And for me, there's some thoughts that just don't even enter my mind, I really think, because I'm putting God more at front and center. So I know that was a long rant, but I just want to say that if you feel like you haven't been spending as much time with Jesus and you're feeling bad, recognize what you're doing and shift so that you can spend more time with him. It's as simple as that. So for the rest of this podcast episode, I'm going to outline a few key items that Pastor Preston shared in his sermon back on July 31st about how spending time with God is a way we show love to God. And in this sermon, Preston explained how we should love God with the perspective of creatively pursuing him. And one way that I want to creatively pursue him is in my quiet time with him. And so after this sermon, it really changed my perspective a lot. And I started implementing some of the things that Pastor Preston shared And my faith just feels so renewed and the peace in my heart has grown so much. Not that I had crazy unrest in my heart when I wasn't spending as much time with him. Like I'm really grateful for my season in life right now and life has been so good. But I just feel on top of that, I am a better person when I spend time with him and I can show up more for my loved ones and at my job and show up for God more. So here are some notes from the sermon about the eight ways we could creatively pursue God. I'll just list them off and then we'll dive into a couple ones that I really, really wanted to share with you guys today. Number one, love me like you mean it. Number two, meet me like you love it. Number three, praise me because you get me. Number four, commit yourself to me like you'll never get enough of me. Number five, Prioritize me like you actually believe nothing can compare to me. Number six, think about me like you're obsessed with me. Number seven, sing to me just because you know I love it. Number eight, chase me as though there was nowhere else you wanted to be except with me. All of those one-liners are amazing. And for those of you that don't know Pastor Preston, he's the head of pastor at Gateway Church, and you should listen to him on YouTube and podcasts. His sermons and teachings have really deepened my faith, so if you want a good pastor to listen to, go check him out. 
But to talk a little bit more, I want to touch on number two, meet me like you love me. And one of the sub one-liners that he shared was, do you get as excited to meet with God as he gets to meet with you? And that really hit home with me because to be honest, my quiet time with God used to look like sitting in the morning with him, one of the first things I did, reading the Bible, journaling, and it really got me through a stressful time that I had with anxiousness and some worries I was going through. And as my seasons have shifted and life has changed, I would then, you know, sometimes read the Bible at the office right when I get to the office while I'm having breakfast before I start my work day. And then I would pray to God on my way to work. And then there'd be times where I wouldn't have time to pray for God or Bible study or journaling. And it just kind of, I was fitting him, God, into my day rather than having my day surround itself around my time with God. And I wasn't meeting with God as much as he wanted to meet with me. And that's sad to admit as a follower and a believer because we say that our truth and our path is found on him and we depend on him for everything, but that sometimes we go through seasons where we don't even take time to meet with him. And that was a really big issue I found in my walk with God that I needed to fix. And so I'm not perfect with it. There's definitely some mornings where I don't give him as much time as I want. But over the last couple of weeks, most of the mornings I have been having quiet time with him as one of the first things that I do and I think that he just feels more loved by me because I'm spending more time with him and then another point in this is point five prioritize me like you actually believe nothing can compare to me and then under this point Preston said when you see God as better than the best part of your life it gets easy to prioritize him over every part of your life This also hit home because we have to ask ourselves, are we really prioritizing God like nothing can compare to him? And I was putting other things over God in the day. And that's just something that I want to always work on. And there's times where I wake up and maybe I clean a little bit beforehand or I check my phone before I have time with him. You know, those things you got to you got to give yourself some grace and not think of the world as black and white such as all my time to God or no time to God. But one rule of thumb I've been trying to do most mornings is before I work out and get fully ready for the day, have time with God. Because if I start those other things before I have time with God, my time with God is not going to get done. And that's just kind of the meeting in the middle. I'm not perfect, but I'm working on it method in my morning routine and it's been helping so much. And of course, some people like to do their quiet time with God in the middle of the day. Sometimes it's at night. But for me, when it's one of the main things I do first thing in the morning, that's been helping me so much. And I want him, my time with him to be prioritized because he wants that. And when we're doing what we were created to do, the rest of our day is going to go a lot better. And so number seven, uh, sing to me just because you know I love it. And I never really thought of singing to God in the morning as an element of my routine. There, of course, have been times where I've meditated on his songs or I've listened to the so- to worship songs when I'm in the car and, of course, I'm singing. But it just kind of clicked like, of course, I should sing to God a little bit in the mornings. And I haven't been doing this every morning, but I want to start doing it more because when I just sing to him for maybe even 30 seconds to a worship song, and sometimes I have to whisper the worship song if people are sleeping, (laughs) but just singing for a few minutes or mouthing the words and closing your eyes and getting really into worship, 
it, it and just praising God, it transforms the day. So thank you, Preston, for sharing that because I think everyone should try that. It it shows your love for God and then you're also filled with his love. So number eight, chase me as though there was nowhere else you wanted to be except with me. Now this one is one that I'm wanting to hold myself more and more accountable to as I continue in this journey of really prioritizing God in the day is when I am doing my Bible study or when I am having quiet time with him, trying to stay off my phone, trying to not be distracted by my to-do list, trying not to think about all the things I need to do today. And if my mind wanders, I want to be able to come back to him. And so that's something that I need to work on more and more. It's of course a journey, but it's one thing I want to hold myself accountable to because you want to chase God down as though there was nowhere you wanted to be except for him. And when you ask yourself, am I doing this? And if the answer is no, you're going to feel bad. But like I said, don't treat it with condemnation. Tell yourself what you've been doing that maybe isn't chasing God down and try to shift it each and every day. And so these eight points from this sermon were amazing and they've really transformed my quiet time with God. So as we close this episode, I'm going to be sharing how I am spending time with God and how I want to continue to spend time with Him. And then I'm going to be sharing how spending time with God in this way just the past couple of weeks has positively affected my life. So how is spending time with God in this stage of my life? Um, I actually, in a future episode, we're going to have a guest on the episode, and she shared this method that she uses in her quiet time. And I've been using that method as well, but I won't give it away right now. I won't spoil it. You'll hear her share it um, in a few episodes. But I've been using that method, and then I do a couple other elements. And of course, I don't do this every single morning. It's not perfect, but when I do this routine, my day goes much better and I want to hold myself more and more accountable to do all of these elements in my routine. I have had mornings where I do all these elements. I've had mornings where I've done some of these elements, but adding them all in, creatively pursuing God, I just feel like we're doing what God created us to do, which is to love him and to praise him. So first thing I do is I read a chapter of my Bible. Second thing I do is I write down or contemplate in my head what I've learned. I do love writing it down though, so I want to start doing that more and more. Number three is I write down a confession and a prayer. I'm being honest about something that's maybe in my heart or something I want to work on, but I'm showing up even when I've confessed something wrong and there's an immediate love overflow there, which I think builds the habit of you ask God for forgiveness, then you're forgiven and you could just get that off your shoulders for the day. And then number four is I write down a prayer to God. I love writing down my prayers to God. Oh my goodness. Let's just stop for a moment. Writing down my prayers to God has been a game changer, all right? I used to do this, but not really a lot. And writing down my prayers to God helps me stay so much more focused. And yes, my prayers are not as long. For a long time when I would pray, I would have just my full list in my head of everything I needed to pray for. And if I didn't touch on all those things every day, I would feel so bad. But what I've learned is prayer can be structured or can be unstructured. So one thing I've been doing, this has been helping, is I write down my prayer to God. Sometimes it's many pages. Sometimes it's one page or two pages. But I write down my prayer. And even if I don't touch on everything that I used to always pray for, I feel like I have more focused prayer because I'm writing it down. And I feel like I'm able to concentrate on him more because when I'm praying in my head, sometimes I think about other things and my mind wanders or I'm doing other things. But when you're writing down a prayer to God, it's you and God writing it down. And even if your mind does wander a little, for me, it wanders much less than if it's in my head, if I'm just being honest with you guys. And 
I think the prayer aspect of my quiet time with God is what's helped me feel so much more closer to him because I feel like I'm connecting with him more. And so I feel like it's kind of quality versus quantity, even though I'm not touching on every single thing I want to pray for every morning. I'm touching on connecting with him. And I think that's really important. That's just a method that I'm going to keep doing. Maybe I'll extend writing down those prayers to him. Maybe I will write down a prayer in the morning and then take different times in the day to finish all the prayers that I have for, you know, friends and family and all that. I'm still trying to figure out my prayer routine, but it's just been amazing. So I challenge you to just get a journal, write down your prayers to God every day. It is life-changing. And the last thing I like to do is sing to God. I don't do this every morning, but the mornings that I do do it and I did it this morning they just put it on a whole new level so I challenge you get your favorite worship song pick one out maybe listen to the same one I might do a podcast episode all about great worship songs that I'm loving right now but I love that segment of that creative pursuit for God Alrighty, so how has spending more time with God positively affected my life well for one I feel more peace two my confidence has also increased Three, I feel more connected with God. Four, I feel more patient, which is something that I'm always working on. And number five, I feel more focused on purpose and loving others. I feel like I'm living up my purpose more and I feel like I'm loving others better. And it's crazy that so many things in life are measured by I do this specific action and I get this specific result. And with quiet time with God and spending time with him, it's not as measured, you know, it's not like I'm going to do this workout and see this result. I'm going to do this project at work and see this result. Time with God, I really think, is internal work that has results that you don't even think you had an issue with. Or maybe you did think you had an issue with, but you didn't really know how to overcome it. The internal work that quiet time with God does just makes life work together differently. And so I I want to leave you with a couple things. Number one, if you feel like you haven't been spending enough time with God and you feel bad, stop with the condemnation and start with action. Tell God what you're going to do and do it. Number two, don't make it super crazy and have to think you have to sit there for an hour. Just think of a few things you want to do. Do them each day. Obviously have room for spontaneity if God wants you to do something different in his time with you, like maybe go on a prayer walk. I don't know, but... Have your set things you want to do, do them, and just show up each day. And maybe just show up for 5 minutes or 10 minutes. Maybe you want to show up for 15 minutes or 30 minutes. Don't put so much pressure on yourself and think of it less about doing it for the sake of doing it and think of it more as I'm doing this because I love God and He deserves my time and I need time with my Father. And this is something that I'm continually working on because the stage of life that I'm in right now, it's all about tasks. Get every single thing done. And I have a tendency to treat my quiet time with God as tasks I need to get done. And I am wanting to work more and more on viewing my quiet time with God not as something that I have to do, but something that my soul needs me to do. Because in order to show up well in life, to be patient, kind, loving, hardworking, There's so much noise going on in the world that we can't be the person that God wants us to be without spending time with him. So think of it more as your soul needs this more than I have to do this. And that's one thing that I'm holding myself accountable to, that mindset shift that I want to have more and more when it comes to time with God. 
So girls, I hope this podcast episode was helpful. I hope that it gave you some encouragement in the day. I am so excited to see how your life, your daily life is going to shift more and more as you spend more time with God. And I'm very excited to see the transformation he'll make in your lives. So have an amazing day. God's got you. Know that he loves you. And I'm super grateful for your listening to this podcast. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. Bye for now.